Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here, I've brought together my juiciest mindset bites and tips from the last 10 plus years in psychology, business, and leadership development to help you unlock your unique gifts, activate your highest potential, find your purpose, and kickstart that passion led business. Here, I hope to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it all is so ridiculously possible. I hope that this podcast sparks something new for you, a new idea, a new belief, or perhaps a light bulb moment that changes the trajectory of your life forever. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a purpose and performance coach, mama to two, wine lover, surfing tryhard, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and also the creator of my signature 4P Spark framework designed to unlock your spark. I'm here to give you permission to be the person you were before the world told you who you should be to own your true self and set the vision for your life and soak up all of that awesomeness that this beautiful world has to offer because that's what we're all here for, right? Big love. See you in the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. So happy to be here. Today, I wanted to share a little bit about my story, my I guess a little bit more about the logistics of how I transitioned from corporate to coaching. And it came on the back of a really great coaching call or client call that I had just before this, where I got to share a bit about that story. And it reminded me just how important it is to really hear like the details about how these transitions occur, right? Because depending on... (laughs) depending on where you are in your journey of knowing me or where you are in your journey of discovering your purpose. Some of this might seem like really abstract, like, okay, cool. Em was in another job and now she's running her own business. Um, How the hell did that transition occur and what did those little steps look like like those tangible steps that I can take and that I can I can look to her journey as a you know a source of a bit of a roadmap to help me move forward so I really wanted to share a bit more about what that process looked like for me because it's quite an interesting one and I feel like it might give you some hints about the things that you should be looking out for and the things that might get you give you some some tips on the right path for you so the first thing that I want to share is where I feel like my journey really started was when I was, I was, it was the first ever day at my first ever like proper job. (laughs) I say proper in inverted commas, because it was the first one that like felt really serious. And it felt like a real serious job, like corporate, like suits. Um, You know, we had meetings and we had to write notes and we had, we had emails and we all sat around and talked about our actions and, you know, all the things that like you associate with being, you know, a very, very important 
uh, first professional job. And I remember like on my very, very first day and I was scared shitless, feeling so nervous, <laughs> feeling like a real imposter syndrome about being in this job. It was like my first ever HR consultancy role. Um, and it just felt like such a big jump um, from my previous role. And I remember sitting at this um, meeting room table and had my team around me and um, and our, our boss, our leader had invited in a, a lady, uh, which I later learnt what she was a professional coach. Um, and they had invited her in to do like a values activity with us where she literally like threw around like a few values cards onto the table and got us to identify with which ones felt most aligned to us. And I just remember sitting there and like looking at this lady and I was just like, oh my God, who is this lady? And what does she do? Like, what is this job that she comes into a workplace and gets to throw around values cards? And I just thought, oh my God, that is the coolest job in the whole wide world. I don't know really what it is, but all I know is that I want to do it and I want to be it. I want to do what she does. And, um, I just remember looking up at this lady and she literally like she had this like real light like angel type energy to her and I literally feel like she was like a little angel in my life back then and she was so like calm and kind and just so like nurturing I guess on a day that just felt really really scary for me in an organization that had like a real masculine energy to it like was all about like process and structure and kpis and efficiency and productivity and profit maximization and you know all of those kind of like guess what would be associated with quite like a masculine um style of energy like she just oozed like a feminine flow and ease and fun and vibrancy and I think there was just something inside me at a deeper level that like was really attracted to that and I think like even in that moment something was really sparked for me um just to throw throw that sparked word in there because it really always does start with a spark doesn't it and so anyway fast forward I was in that job for maybe about five years or so, and um, I took no action. So I had this little whisper, this little like intuitive nudge or this little ping, whatever you might call it. And unfortunately, while I, while I could kind of sense that there was a bit of like, you know, excitement towards this potential, potential idea of this coach thing, even though I didn't really know much about it back then, the voice in me that was fear, I guess the fear voice was a bit bit stronger than the intuitive voice back then. So even though it looked like such a cool career, the story that I was telling myself was, oh, I could never do that because I'm not smart enough for that. Um, I could never do that. Like that's a great job for her because she's awesome and amazing, but I'm not awesome and amazing. So I could never do that. And I, because of that belief, I never took any action and I, I stayed where I was and I was, I stayed stuck in that job for a really long time. 
But while I was in that job, that, that nine to five, my first ever proper job, I couldn't shake the feeling that this just wasn't where I was ultimately meant to be. I couldn't tell you really clearly exactly what that feeling was, but if you're in the same boots, you'll know the feeling. It's like, it's like something is just a little bit off. Like it was a great job and I was kicking goals and achieving all the things and, you know, really felt like I was being challenged and I was learning lots, but it still just didn't feel like enough. It still just didn't feel like it was like really hitting home for me, like at a deeper level, like I was craving meaning. I was craving purpose. Like I was craving that opportunity to do some like real, like significant work that really felt like it was making like a true monumental difference in people's life. Like I am just so wired for that shit. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast that you can totally relate. It's like, you know, you know, when your heart bones not being tapped, right? You know, when you're living purely out of your head and that your heart is not really getting to like, I don't know, experience its fullest expression in a particular job. So anyway, I was feeling this, this niggle that something just wasn't a hundred percent there, but I didn't really know what it was. So I didn't really know what to do with it. All I knew is that maybe it meant that I needed to be somewhere else. So what did I do? I did the old, the old thing that most people do. I was doing a bit of a scan on seek and keeping an eye on job boards, but there was nothing that really took my eye. I was very passively, you know, seeking what sort of other opportunities might be out there, might be out there. And I was reading all the self-development books as well, you know, like starting my own self-development journey, like Brene Brown was a really big one for me, like learning a little bit about like this inner voice that we have, you know, the difference between like ego and the head voice and the voice of fear versus like the voice of self-belief and I guess the more like heart, heart focused intuitive voice that kind of comes from deeper within it's like a mix between our heart and our and our gut and I was just going deeper on all on all of this stuff which was really opening up and inviting a sense of like self-awareness and self-discovery as to like who was I really and what was I all about and what was I here for in this life and you know what was I doing was this the life that I wanted was this the job that I wanted or was that was I made for something more and I guess it was during all of this point that I I received a lovely beautiful little message from the world we'll call it and it was uh, an email in my inbox inviting me to join a purposeful startup run by some really powerful and incredible, like inspiring women. And if you've heard my story before, you'll know that when I got that email, I intuitively, like my whole body said yes, but my head said no. So my ego voice, my head voice said no. It said, 
oh, M, that's way too risky. That's way too scary. You can't do that. You've got, you got to stay in this job. You're really safe and secure, nine to five. You know, this is where you've got to make the money and this is where you can climb the ranks. And what if you fail? What if you stuff up? And um, so that, that ego voice, the head voice, the one that wanted to keep me safe and ultimately wanted to keep me small, you know, keep me where I was, where it knew things were comfortable. That voice played with my heart voice for a good six months. And it was like such an uncomfortable, one of the most uncomfortable times in my entire life where I felt literally torn in the tug of war between my head and my heart. And it literally felt like I was being torn into. And if you have ever been in this place where you've overthought a decision or you've been stuck in a decision and had like two different voices going on, two different perspectives, you'll know how deeply uncomfortable it is. You just feel so out of sorts and it's so uncomfortable. So anyway, what ended up happening was after six months, I finally got a little, a lovely nudge and a kick in the ass by this group that convinced me to to come and join them. So I finally said yes. And when I said yes, oh my gosh, it was, you know, when you just know that you've made the right decision because your whole body says yes, that was what happened. And I just was instantly like filled with so much energy and excitement. And it was so, so cool. And it was a great opportunity. And I got to learn all about this incredible concept called purpose and the power of purpose and how it can transform lives lives and how it can give you a greater sense of fulfillment how it can transform anxiety and depression and just oh my god all these magic magical amazing things and something else was sparked within me in that moment i knew i knew that i had to share this message of purpose and what it can do for people and ultimately that role didn't didn't turn out the way that I had um, initially envisioned, but it actually ended up being the best thing that had ever happened because I realized that I was not on this earth, not in this world to work for someone else, that I needed to start my own thing that I needed to start my own business, that I needed to create my own coaching business that ultimately helped people find their purpose and connect them to a greater sense of meaning and fulfillment and to help organizations create more purposeful work and help, help leaders create more meaning for their employees. And so this became my mission, my, my reason, my drive. And I instantly knew that I had to go and study. And I started off doing organizational psychology, but that ended up didn't, um, that, yeah, that just wasn't a hundred percent my jam because there was too much structure, too much process. It's a very like strict and rigorous, like criteria and curriculum. And I'm not that sort of person. I'm very creative. I I'm a, bit of a rebel at heart. Like I don't like to play by rules. I don't like being told what to do. I've got a very strong will and a strong heart. And I I think through my heart primarily. And 
while psychology is so incredible and it's got so much incredible science and research backing it, it just wasn't the right fit for me and my personality and how I work because ultimately each of our assignments was would be marked based on how closely your essay or your report aligned with the predefined criteria. And it just didn't allow for enough creativity and thinking outside the box and like a holistic sort of perspective. It's just, for me, it was just one modality. And so anyway, I I gave that a go and it just didn't work. And I re reassessed my options and I ended up having an an incredible chat with a lady um, who was a coach friend and she told me about a coach course that she had done and it all sounded amazing and I signed up and it just ended up being the best thing that I ever did and I got to reconnect with the angel lady the angel coach that I told you about at the start that professional coach And she ended up just inspiring so much belief in me, in my ability to coach. And I went through this coaching, this coaching course, and it was just transformational. It just shifted my mindset in so many different ways, in ways that I didn't even know that I needed. And I went through that coach course. I changed as a person, 100%. And I discovered exactly what I wanted my coaching business and my coaching niche and my focus to all be around. And that was about helping people find their purpose. And it was in that journey that I was realizing just how incredible coaching was that I talked to this friend again about how I would love more opportunities to be able to coach. And, you know, I got another little like lovely nugget from the universe or from the world or whatever you want to call it, but a lovely gift that helped me on my journey. And it was her sharing an opportunity that she had learned about from a coaching organization about how they were looking for someone to come and join them. And so I instantly connected with them all the stars aligned. I knew some people that worked in there. It was just like, you know, when things just work out and things just suddenly become easy when you're on the right path. And during the interview, it was just the easiest and most soulful and beautiful and energetic and inspiring interview I've ever been on. And it was a full body. Yes. I just absolutely just buzzed and like really connected with the with the managing director there and after I left the interview I literally skipped down the road (laughs) bit a bit lame but you know you know those moments where you just like you literally you can't stop the positive vibes coming out of your body it's like something deeper within you just tells you like at a deeper unconscious intuitive level that this is right right like it those sort of decisions aren't head decisions they're full body decisions and I think it was about a day or so later that I got the the phone call to let me know whether I'd got the job or not after the interview 
And I was literally on the phone to the managing director and I had to like put my hand over the receiver and just like make a little yelp noise because as he was offering the job to me, I like got full body dance moves. (laughs) I've never done that before ever. And I just couldn't stop myself. I was just jumping up and down so, so happy. It was like one of the just just most beautiful moments of my life. It was a real transition time. Things were just really starting to work out for me. And so I worked in this incredible job. And as I signed up for with them, I let them know from the get-go that I had this um, career coaching business on the side and that I had a real passion for wanting to grow that because I'm obsessed with helping people find their purpose and their passion. And I let them know that from the start, made sure that was entered into my contract um, so that they were really aware of that. And they were so totally cool with it, did not care at all because they were people with a like complete abundance mindset. So they don't believe in competition and that they were totally on my side with that, which was amazing. And so from there, basically in terms of how like the logistics worked, at first I was working just like Saturday mornings as I would get the business up and running. So I'd do like sort of nine till 12 on a Saturday morning and Alex, my husband, would take the kids as I started to work on the business. And then bit by bit by bit, as I started to get a little bit of momentum and clients, I bit by bit by bit started to increase the amount of time that I was working in my business and slowly but surely decrease the amount of time that I was working for this organization. So it started off that I would do one day a week in my business and two days a week at the organization. And then as I would get more clients, I slowly started to flip that so that after a while I was working two days a week in my own business and one week, one day a week with that organization. And then fast forward, maybe like two and a half ish years ish, because it's, it's hard to say, give and take, um, given I was away on maternity leave. And I've had two kids during that period, but like, let's say like somewhere between two and three years, I transitioned fully into being a hundred percent within my business. So a hundred percent business owner. And so now I am an associate of that original organization. So if they want me to do work for them, then they'll contract me out to other organizations or leaders or whatever. And You know, from the get-go, I think it's also worth noting that when you do start your own business, if that is something that's up your alley, um, you know, obviously you you have to cover a lot of other costs um, such as, you know, um, tax and super and um, website and all of the different bits and pieces. But the hourly rate that you can charge as a coach is gosh, it's like I I doubled my salary in the first six months of me starting my own business. So the financial returns are really big, really quick. 
Um, but it's worth knowing that there's also costs that you've got to incur in that process, right? Like when you're an employee, all of your employment costs are all covered by the employer. When you start your own business, you, you make a lot more money, a lot faster, but there are other things that you have to pay for. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So right now I am doing sort of like 15 to 20 K months, um, working three and a half days a week. And that's that whole journey has probably in terms of like when I first started the coaching course and I decided what I, what coaching focus I wanted to be and like made the decision that I wanted to start my business. Like I, I went and got an ABN and I registered a domain name and I chose the name that I wanted and I started working on the website. That was probably about two and a half, three years ago. Um, so in that time, even considering taking the like the two lots of maternity leave off. So taking 12 months off, um, I've still managed to get the business to 15 to 20 K months doing three and a half days a week. So that is, that is me sharing the story so that you can see exactly how the steps looked. Obviously there's some more details that I can add into there. Um, but that, that is the journey and that is the logistics so that you can you can see exactly what it looks like and whether that sounds like a reality to you as well and i guess if there's some tips that i want to share in there about what could be helpful for you as well is first of all paying attention to the whispers paying attention to the pings paying attention to your emotions and to the feelings that come up because while we do tend to um, dampen our emotions or try not to listen to them, particularly the ones that aren't so positive, like if we're feeling sad or if we're feeling scared, we try and like pretend that we don't feel those th feelings. Like our emotions are there for a reason. Our feelings are there for a reason. They are there to tell us messages. They are there to communicate with us. And when you get those little twinkles of inspiration, when you get those little moments of being like, oh my God, what if? Or, oh gosh, that looks so cool. And you just get that little sense of awe or excitement or motivation or belief or inspiration. Like pay attention to those feelings. You can feel it in your body. That's your intuition and your inner wisdom speaking to you. That's your whole body at a deeper level, at a heart level saying to you, this is what's possible for you too. You can have this too. And if you can listen to those beautiful voices and just follow the call, follow the call on those whispers, they will guide you along the way. The other things that I would say is, you know, really trust the people in your life that you feel like are already doing the things that you would like to be doing. So if you look around in your life and you ask the question, like, who are those people that are living like a really happy life that like, look really charged up and energized, who look joyful, who look excited, who look fulfilled. 
like just go and hang out with them. Go and hang out with them. Ask them questions about how they got where they are. Tell them and share with them what what you would like to do. What would you like to do? What are you looking for? Because it's those sort of people that I bet you they'll be able to connect you to what you want without them even realizing that they're doing it. Whether it's just with them sharing an opportunity that they heard about or whether it's them sharing, you know, I don't know, like an article that they read or a podcast that they listen to or an audio book or a networking event that they bring you along to, like they're going to be your connectors to what you want more of in your life. Like they're going to be the people that help you. And I know that that was definitely like just one of the most integral parts of my whole journey, particularly at the start when I needed a bit of a leg up, I needed some help getting my foot in the door into the coaching world. Like I really didn't know how I could get into that world if it wasn't for my lovely coaching friend who I looked up to as one of those people, one of those people who was basically living the life that I saw as really fulfilling and awesome. And so she ended up being, you know, my, my guide and my helper. So they would be my two key, my two key tips is listen to the whisper, pay attention to your feelings and to your emotions and to your body and hang out with people who feel good. Hang out with people who are living the life that you want to, because they will connect you. They will be your connectors to creating that life for you too. And also it's just really fun. (laughs) Why not? I really hope that that story was helpful in terms of my journey from moving from corporate to coach. And I wanted to share it with you to show you that it's possible for you too, because there is nothing special about me. Like I had all the old same stories about not being smart enough. Like, God, I've had them all. I've had all the stories and the fears, honestly. Like if you're in my head three or four years ago, you'll just be like, who is this nutter? Like the way that I used to talk to myself and like I really talked down to myself and I, th- I thought I was such a dumbass, and I like had such, I was like really suffering from epic anxiety, so much fear. I did not believe in myself at all. And I, you know, suffered from imposter, in, imposter syndrome all the time. And All I did is I worked through each one of those limiting beliefs, each one of those fears. I took them through my mindset transformation process, which is like a process that helps you like unpack and clear any beliefs that are getting in the way of of you getting more of what you want and creating the life that you want. And it's like a really simple process that makes you recognize that you can create the brain and the mindset that you want. Like our brains are so plastic. They are so plastic and you can wire the right neural pathways that help you step into the person that you truly want to be. Like it's all so, so possible. So that's it from me. I hope that that was helpful. And um, please share with me on Instagram in direct in like, send me a DM and share with me which piece of this journey, like 
really inspired you or if, or if any of the um, the fears or the doubts really resonated with you because, gosh, they can feel like they're so real when they're in your mind. But the good thing to know is that a belief is, is just a thought that you have thought so many times that it becomes a belief and it feels like truth to you. But just because it feels like truth to you, it doesn't mean that it actually is a fact. And you can change your beliefs. You can change your beliefs to anything that is going to help you in your journey to creating the life and the career that you want. So that's it from me. Hope you enjoyed this. Let me know what you thought. I just love, love, love to hear from you. Honestly, it's what like charges me up and keeps me going. So please just send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Emma underscore Lou underscore Campbell. And I can't wait to hear from you. Lots of love question for you. Have you unlocked your unique zone of genius? Do you even know what a unique zone of genius is? If you don't know what it is, there's a good chance that you probably haven't unlocked yours yet. And if you want to know what your unique zone of genius is, it's where your purpose, your passion, your potential and possibility all come together. It's literally where you come alive. It is you in your highest power. It is you in effortless abundance, and it is you achieving results without even trying. It's you in your most natural essence and your most natural state, and it's you at your highest capacity to make wild, wild amounts of wealth. This is what your unique zone of genius is. And when you crack it, when you find it, it is the most freeing, powerful and incredible zone of genius and skill that you can ever take ownership of. And I have created a quiz which gives you clarity on whether you have indeed unlocked yours yet. I'm going to drop that link to take the free five minute zone of genius quiz in the link below. And one other thing is if you want to get a taste of what it's like to potentially work with me in unlocking your spark, in finding your biggest passion, your truest passion and your highest potential, in connecting to your dream life and designing your dream life and activating your biggest, biggest vision. If you want to awaken your highest potential and meet your highest future self and crack open your unique genius and spark your ultimate magic, then I'm going to be running a three-day bender, which is a purpose party in just a few weeks time. And I would absolutely love to have you there. I'm going to drop the link for the purpose party in the, in the show notes below as well. And I really look forward to having you there.